0: good evening my friend hi good evening green salutations my dear friend oh no you're on the couch again does that mean your back hurts um i've been in in pain pretty much all week oh yeah 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 yeah. it's it's a whole thing it's fine it's fine oh i'm sorry (laughs) you'll hear about it when i come see you next week no (laughs) um yeah no it's fine it's fine um yeah, my brain's been hijacked a little bit by MS. So if I don't know what I'm talking about tonight, that's why.
1: No. <laughs>
0: so um.
1: anyway, I don't have an MS excuse if my brain's. Messed up. It's because
0: you have a three-year-old excuse, <laughs> <laughs> and a full-time job, and another full-time job, and a dog, and a oh yeah, you're a single mom of all that. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> you're doing it all yourself. Um. So yeah. Um. Hi. Welcome. <laughs> what are we doing fat friday thousand pound sisters see told you my brain's been hijacked a little bit um um it's yeah anyway thousand pound sisters let's just get get to it we're trying to catch up here we go <laughs> yeah
1: we're doing a double episode today season five episode five supersized yeah the custardy battle <laughs> that's <Custard-y battle. laughs> I'm like custard sounds pretty damn good right now.
0: Custard. <laughs> I ate a
1: donut today for the first
0: time in a while.
1: I just, wow. just ate a donut I don't your body
0: go into shock from all the sugar.
1: No, surprisingly, it was a what do you call it? Boston cream. Anyhow, mm-hmm.
0: talking about That's custard
1: and things filled in the middle. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. It well, so- previously, we see Misty and Amanda both had weight loss surgery. Caleb gains 37 pounds in rehab and Amy finds out that Michael was actually the first person to file for a divorce when she left her lawyer's office. So Amy's at the courthouse for her official first court date for the divorce and um, we find out that Amanda had divorced uh, Amy's I'm sorry Michael's brother a year ago.
0: Right, which we actually knew this already, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, it, it, was, it wasn't was like a big, they didn't make a big thing of it, but they did mention it, like, sort of offhand a time or two.
1: So mm-hmm.
0: we knew this already, that she was already divorced, like, that they had been married. Like, we learned it last season or the season before. I can't remember.
1: Yeah, it was like two seasons before, but I yeah. don't know. The timing's off, because I was like, oh, well, it was only a year ago, but then I remember they film it, like, weirdly. Like, I don't even know when it was filmed, so.
0: right, right.
1: <laughs> And we find out that Michael wants joint custody even though he doesn't do anything.
0: Now, oh, my God. So this motherfucker (laughs) who apparently has supervised visitation at the moment, which obviously there's a story there that we don't know. (laughs) Why that that was why it was granted a supervised visitation, like, Like what happened, you know, that that was the default before the custody hearing versus the other way around. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So first of all, like red flag there, Um, but also like him asking for 50-50 custody and him actually doing 50-50 custody are two totally separate things. Like, I think he's flexing right now. Like he's got, like he's got a lawyer that's representing him probably pro bono and this shit or whatever. And um. You know, thinks they're going to get all like Amy's money or access. To, I don't know. Who knows what what the hell their the thing is? But I think that he's just trying to flex because you know that motherfucker doesn't actually want hundred percent. He I mean, he doesn't want any custody. He doesn't want any percentage because if he did, he would have been a parent while they were together. Right. Like that would like if that if he actually wanted to parent, we wouldn't be in divorce court. Exactly. <laughs> if he wanted to parent fifty percent of the time, I think Amy would have taken that during their marriage right it's funny
1: too that's what always happens when you know other people get divorced and stuff all of a sudden all these men want 50 50 suddenly they're filing
0: asking for oh i'm the best parent in the world out there and they're like oh really child support Mm -hmm. uh
1: (laughs) although i don't know kentucky's laws with that but yeah it's
0: interesting yeah yeah yeah, uh, it's try to get out of child support. I guess I think yeah, I think that's the main reason, right? I would think some of these less. these douchebags, some of the douchebags that do it do this, um, you know, so they can get out of you know paying you know or they pay less child support or whatever. If they have more custody, it's less child support. But like, I can't. I just can't. I it's your child. I know. <laughs> <Your>
1: child. <laughs> uh yep. yeah. And then Amy goes on to say it's like either her taking care of the kids or it's his mom. So it's one of those things where, like, is his mom enabling him or is she doing it because obviously she loves her grandkids? But that's neither here nor there
0: or both. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or both. I mean, there could be both, but, you know, it's like he's asking for 50 50 custody, but he's not going to be the one watching him when he has his 50%. It's going to be his mom. Right. Because he's not capable of doing it. So, like, why no. is he asking for it?
1: He's too bad. He's too busy playing with his little video games.
0: You and like your a child. Video games. Rage. Rage. Rage.
1: <laughs> the rage room was funny. Rage room.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Amy says
1: uh she's the nanny, the chef, everything while he's the video game player. And then she goes, he's lying through his teeth, but he ain't got none. And then she said Glenn has Glenn has two teeth. And he has two more teeth than his daddy. Does. Got more
0: teeth than his daddy does. <laughs> I was dying. Dying, I was and laughing. then and then Chris with what toothless and bald in Kentucky and a, a dating profile.
1: <laughs> what a dating app, yeah. <laughs> like that's perfect. Oh my god. Well, of course they did not um, actually come to an agreement, so they have to go back in a month. But um, we do learn that Michael chose not to appear and comment on the show after that. So my guess is he's done being on the show. He doesn't want anything to do with it, probably. Right,
0: probably because he doesn't get paid separ- I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? He probably knows he's a
1: piece of shit and doesn't well, want the world to see anything else Yeah, happen. he is a piece of shit,
0: so.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, I literally typed after this, Tammy is vacuuming, and I typed it all in caps. With ex exclamation marks after. I know, right? You're I was like, like "You get a
0: girl having a real life." Yes, you know. Um, here's something that's interesting, and and maybe I'll get into it. I don't know when I'll when it'll come up, but okay. So I went and re-watched the last three episodes, right, including the most recent one, right? Mm-hmm. So I watched these three episodes back to back to back, right, and. What I realized in it, that it's all three exactly the same episode. Okay. So it's Amy losing her shit, saying I'm done, but in different locations. Okay. So Mm -hmm. this episode, she does it in her house, right? Because we get into the where she finds the wedding dress, she loses her shit and all of that, right? Doesn't Mm -hmm. that
1: happen in this episode? Um, It's like a mild form of...
0: She cries, but not. I wouldn't say losing her shit in that part, but... So then the next episode she loses her shit in where wherever it is. I forget. Everything's so yeah. blending together. It's all blending together. And then the, the gym. last one is in Florida, but it's all the same thing. Oh, the gym. She was mm-hmm. at the gym. Losing her shit at the gym. Like um I I I I it, it's like a, the story editors are bothering me on this because it's like I feel like these episodes should be building Like, okay, they're building, Amy's clearly losing her shit, and each episode is supposed to build on the other, and then, like, there's a big blow-up, and then there's resolution or whatever, but it doesn't feel like they're building on each other. It's just, like, it's, like, the same level of tension Mm -hmm. in each episode, and it's, like, nothing's being advanced in the storyline. I'm
1: just, like, waiting for somebody to step in and be like, hey, we got you a mental health professional, because at this point... I'm just like watching it deteriorate the family trying to jump in. And I'm like, this woman needs help. Like she needs actual like help.
0: Yeah. Seriously. Like,
1: like, like
0: yeah. For reals help. Yeah. I mean, like obviously she's, she's happy and everything's good now in real, real time now. Like yeah, a lifetime now versus when this was being filmed. But yeah, I'm hoping that that's. Like, there's an intervention of some sort coming up. (laughs) Yeah, seriously.
1: There was a time that I needed help, and I didn't know I needed help. But I basically reached out to a friend, and she, like, found a therapist for me. And I was like, thank you. Like, that Mm – I didn't know I needed that. But I'm like, I feel like somebody needs to step in and be like,
0: And I feel like they're trying in the way that they know how, which is their, like, hillbilly way they know how, you know? Right. Well, that's (laughs) why I'm like – fucking tlc man somebody at the production
1: needs to step in like yeah because I, those kids uh, you know right those poor
0: children are being exposed to the drama and the sadness and the anger and the rage well and they're at risk i mean quite frankly they're at risk mm-hmm. with amy being the way that she is i mean through no fault of her own i'm not right. there's no there, there's it's just that she needs to be removed removed from those children right now like the, the her sisters need to take those kids away and separate them for a moment because like that's not forcing her to like go they're your kids go be a mom or whatever that's not going to teach her how to be a mom in that moment they're in a crisis moment right, right now that's not what needs to happen she needs parenting lessons she needs all of this stuff and we can get into this a little bit more as we get further um so anyway yeah. let's get on with the recap and then yeah we'll go, we'll go more into it
1: <laughs> so back to the vacuuming and then candle making they're making like garlic scented candles, I was like, "What the fuck?" That, oh yeah, because cool,
0: she was craving garlic scent while she was pregnant, so she's like, "Let's make candles." What are you? Gonna I mean, do that's not a terrible idea.
1: <laughs> I mean, people are selling farts in jars online, so I guess
0: <laughs> I guess that's candle funny.
1: garlic candles is a is an upgrade <laughs> from that.
0: Uh, <laughs> Amy burned the tablecloth. Tammy's little Walmart sunflower tablecloth. Doll- think- Walmart? No, that was Dollar Tree. That was Dollar General. Oh, was it? That's straight it was Dollar su- General. sunflowers. Do you think Caleb got it for? her? Oh my God, she has sunflowers all over that house, in a way that like word art sunflowers exploded. It's mm-hmm. like it's like a Dollar Tree exploded on in the summer exploded on her on her walls, <laughs> which you know what like. God bless her, like, and her taste. I'll just say that they're very hillbilly taste. But (laughs) God bless her. She's living in a house that she gets to decorate, and she's doing the damn thing, right? She is doing the damn thing. Yep. Go for it, go you go girl. But like, oh sweetie, you know. And why can't they fix their teeth? It's expensive. Why why is that not a priority? But why is that not a priority? They're spending money on doing other things.
1: Well, production's probably product paying for the other things.
0: They're they're going to like, rage rooms and they're doing all this other stuff, right? Like
1: that's because TLC's paying for
0: that. Why can't they do something for their teeth? Their I think teeth. they need to partner
1: up with some cosmetic dentists because, I mean, shit. I told you I have one dental implant, Ooh. one implant that would probably cost me almost six grand through all the yeah. Oh yeah, for one. you talking got, about veneers
0: and all kinds of. I've shit. got a bridge. I've got, uh, crowns and an implant yeah most of my teeth are not my own (laughs) in my mouth (laughs) yeah I get it I get it but like I feel like a cosmetics dentist could fix that like super easy and quick like just just a little like little front like fix you know what I mean like dentures maybe yeah maybe dentures implants I don't know but like they don't have front teeth like, I feel like that's health-wise bad. I feel like that's a bad thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You know, that's not the same thing as, like, my half a molar that's cracked, broken in the back. Like, that's not the same yeah. thing. It doesn't impact my ability to chew or eat or look at the world, you know?
1: Yeah. Well, you know, like, oh, maybe
0: there that, that'll be on, like, their list of things to do. Cause I think look- like that would be an excellent tlc like they said makeover to send them, show or just like uh you know one of their producer excursions right like they sent them to get quail eggs and, and sushi right like mm-hmm. oh this will be a good adventure to film them getting their teeth fixed yeah so that, that would be see cool who went to turkey to get their teeth done oh my god <laughs> you know what i mean anyway like sorry no it's All on a
1: tangent <laughs> um, but i digress well tammy and caleb are facetiming and she says she feels like caleb is hiding something from her and he tells her on facetime that he's struggling with eating and that he was actually in the hospital so she didn't even know he went to the hospital oh by the way he's right. <laughs> in the hospital for right. days or whatever
0: how Just do you th- not
1: tell your spouse it doesn't make any sense because he's like so infatuated with her But he's not going to communicate that with her. Well,
0: it's I don't think it's not true love. Right. Like they're infatuated. They're they're like in lust with each other and infatuated that they love each other. They love the idea of it, I think, because you can see this as the episode progresses and the next episode when. um, But this one really was when she goes to visit him. Right. Right. And you saw the awkwardness and how, like, she's just like, all he wants to do is tell me he loves me, which is great. But, like, we can't have a real conversation. Yeah. <laughs> um, wrong? S- and it's like she she's outgrown him already. I mean, I have a lot of issues with her behavior over this next course of episodes because of the way she treats him. I have a lot of issues with it, but uh, at the same time, I also, like, I don't know. Anyway. Well,
1: I started reading on, like, trauma bonding and stuff. So I'm reading Attached by Amir Levine, Dr. Amir Levine, which, if you're listening, is an amazing freaking book. Okay. So it's going to help even if you're in a relationship, not a relationship, like, learning about attachment theories and... Anyhow, there's definitely trauma bonding between the two of them. And I feel like... For sure. she's Like you said, she's growing out of it and he's not there. Like, he's not at the same place.
0: Right. Like, they... I mean she's kind of pulling back so the the what she's like pulling back like she's like uncomfortable okay so so they're they're both food addicts right so they met basically in rehab right a sober living house is essentially the equivalent of what they were living in right it's a place to house the people right um it's up to you whether you do you know stay on the straight and narrow it's like it's up to them what they eat and stuff but the place houses them and takes care of their you know basic needs and stuff and that's like a sober living house so it's like these two met in rehab their own rehab but they met in rehab she got sober and he didn't and now she's being all sanctimonious as shit about it and he's still living in the sober living house like getting high with his buds Mm -hmm. um you know and she's going to like meetings and you know hanging out with you know fellowshipping with with sober people and things like that and and trying to do you know doing her thing and she's like why aren't you sober yet why aren't you sober yet and it's like there's just the 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 i get it i mean like she's like i did it you can do it too but the her approach is like i feel like i mean i've seen it thousands of times in in my own life this is what happens. People Addicts get together in rehab and then one gets sober and one doesn't. And this is what happens. One is moving forward and growing as a human and the other one is not because they're stuck in their active addiction and they're not ready to get sober yet or whatever. And I feel like that's the exact situation that you have here. You know, she's she's made that switch she's had mm-hmm. that light come on for her and he hasn't and he's just like well you know it's fine if you're do it in a controlled way which like,
1: what? well the thing is too the difference between a sober house and this is like i feel like there's a lot more resources in a sober house because i don't know what kind of education they're getting yeah i don't know if they're getting dietary recommendations. i don't know if they're getting therapy
0: well they don't, they're getting like, a lot of sober living houses don't have that stuff either
1: so they have like group meetings and like no convers- not
0: necessarily i'm talking about just the oh, ones that oh, are oh. just houses they have oh, like okay they have like basic rules and like chores and stuff you have to do but it's basically more just like it's 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 literally just a sober living house it's not oh, gotcha it's not like a rehab doesn't like- have programs yeah doesn't yeah. have any of that like you can go you go i mean they support each other and they support programs and mm-hmm. they you know have resource people available sometimes but i've seen a lot of sober living houses that don't you know there's like yeah. a house manager type of thing and i mean i've had sponsees go out on you know start drinking again yeah. in living houses and stuff it's not they're just like i mean like-minded people, you know, can all sort of be, yeah. You, know, you kind of have the resources. I mean, it, and it depends obviously, but I, that's kind of what I liken it to. Right. In mm-hmm. in that regard, not like a rehab, like when I, so, so when I, when I did my treatment, I lived in a sober living house that was affiliated with the rehab center that I was going to. So they like transported us to and from the rehab, but they weren't the rehab. Mm-hmm. The, they housed us and transported us around right so they didn't provide programming to us but they gave us the access to the programming like they right. you know, were the liaison like and while we're you know to take us to the program and stuff like that
1: yeah the fact that caleb could just have junk food just sitting out and like not exercising if he didn't want to it's just like frustrating to me because i'm like these people need help like they need serious help and like is our Medical system so fucked up that like they can't get the proper yeah. help. I don't yeah. know. It I mean, really obviously is like it, up. he needs to step up and do it on his own too. I'm not saying that there's no
0: self. But, like, like to have a doctor like Doctor Smith help you, right? see, in in this case, so like I think so like with with Tammy, you know, he facilitated like, hey, here's a place you can stay, but he worked with her the program she was working was through him right exactly he had the like, nutritionist he had all the stuff yeah the nutritionist therapist all of that stuff the other place was a place that you could live you know the whatever the place the rehab is a place where she could live and they have the facilities she can make the choices on the healthy food that she chooses versus not healthy food you know and door dashing mm-hmm. mozzarella sticks
1: fried mushrooms all the things i love i am like oh <laughs> fried mushrooms
0: <laughs> mozzarella sticks oh i could go for a fried mushroom right now i could go for some
1: pizza with that mm.
0: <laughs> yep
1: well tammy wants caleb to experience rewards sorry i, saw <laughs> I, know,
0: <she> it. <laughs> I know that was so funny the <laughs> and rewards she,
1: and she wants to head back up to the rehab center to motivate him to get back on track um then we go through this whole scene of Chris
0: buying a chicken coop
1: because of eggs and being expensive.
0: And-, and that whole thing. I'm glad that they. I think that that trend has passed, but I still will say it. Like the idea that people were buying chickens and like, oh, I'm going to raise chickens because prices of eggs are so expensive. It's like, do you not realize that the cost of raising chickens is more expensive than the extra few dollars it's going to be for your eggs for this <laughs> temporary time? Like, like what about that uh, anyway? And then he doesn't even buy the right thing. He buys a fucking rabbit hut. He
1: buys like a Timu or whatever. What's that website? Timu, oh, like
0: a Wish dot com.
1: Like new- you're getting a chicken coop, but in reality, you get like a freaking mice mouse, <laughs> mouse <Yeah>. house <laughs> for real, for real. Uh, Well, this scene really got me. Uh, Tammy goes to Amy's OBGYN to see if she's healthy and if she can conceive. Because originally she said she didn't want to have children, but now that she's lost all the weight and she's really motivated, she's actually excited and wants to conceive at some point. Because
0: it might be a possibility for her now, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't before. So, yeah. The
1: last time she was at an OBGYN office was in 2011. Mm Okay. And that's when she got her IUD. And I literally just got an IUD yesterday. So <laughs> I was thinking about it. I did a lot of research on it, obviously, because I was getting one. But I was just uh-huh. like, holy shit. It's been since 2011. Uh,
0: like, I, my last IUD with like, I had in for like six years. But that's like what it's supposed to be. Yeah. <laughs> like- <laughs> yep. And then I uh, found out when they were she was taking it out and replacing it. She to take that one out, and put a new one in. She found out that the one that I'd had in wasn't even in right. It was like oh. a little, you know, like the things stick out and it's uh-huh. supposed to go in and then pop out. Well, it just went in. It never they never put it in far enough for it to pop out. So it was just sitting in my cervix the whole time. How did they not see that? Because I got it done at uh, crippler in Hawaii which is the military hospital the army hospital oh it's tripler sorry tripler army medical whatever it's called and um, we called it crippler <laughs> for a reason <laughs> um, that i think i still have like ptsd from that um, insertion because it was like it's a teaching hospital which i'm all for you know, come have everybody look up in my hoo-ha if it helps them. Whatever, yeah, yeah. Hoo-ha situation can help teach a new doctor something. Go ahead, look at my hoo-ha. I don't care. But these people had never put one in before, so <gasps> and I had to be, I have to be dilated, right? Because my cervix isn't open, so they have to manually dilate me, right? Put it in, and this intern had never done it before, and I realized somebody's always got to be the first. Um, but it was me. <laughs> and it then, then they ultimately had to end up throwing that one away because it got not sterile at some point. And they had to go get another device. And then the attending who's like 75 years old is the one who ended up putting it in.
1: And they messed up while teaching the other guy how
0: to do it? That's crazy. I don't know who That's was teaching crazy. what. I just know that it was it took forever. And it was ridiculous. And it was painful. It was awful.
1: Yeah, that was not fun. I totally oh, did it. The no. biopsy. <laughs> so,
0: but then I went and got another one with a perfectly capable OBG wearing who I love in this area. So.
1: Yep. It's almost like barbaric in some ways. <laughs> how much it hurt. Like, yeah, whatever. Oh, yeah, she, <laughs> anyway, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. We digress. <laughs> We'll be right back. And now back to the broadcast. So they weigh Tammy at the doctor's office, and um, she was previously 420. And at the doctor's office, she weighed 374.6 pounds, which is great. So she lost a lot of weight in just a short amount of time. I can't remember five weeks ago. So it's five weeks at Dr. Mm-hmm. Smith's office. She was 420. Yeah. And she said it's been since middle school since she was that small. It's unreal. Unreal, like yeah. it's just—it's
0: so great, so great. Just and of course,
1: Amy's doctor's like, "Do you want to get on the scale?" She's like, "No, Did you no. Go, hell no."
0: <laughs> yep.
1: Um. So, <laughs> Tammy's IUD should have been taken out in 2016, and Amy was laughing going, "It's it's got permanent residence. Ain't coming <laughs> out."
0: Yeah, you're not you're not gonna kick it out now it's like nope I live here now <laughs>
1: right it's like absorbed into your body right um so then the doctor's like kind of asking about Tammy and her sex life which I was like laughing about because she was like I'm handy capable
0: are you <laughs> like, sexually active? no I just lie there yeah <laughs> uh, handy <sighs> capable. they make it work make She's it work. Like, there's no way his wee-wee is getting in her hoo-ha, though. Mm-mm. No. I don't think his will probably works. I don't Maybe know. Maybe Yeah. Mm, yeah. I don't know. There's no way that thing is getting in her, in her hoo-ha, though. So I don't know how she thinks there was any sperm deposited up near her cooter anywhere. Yeah. I mean, there's or sperm sh- all over that pillow that she brought him, I'm sure. Oh, but. I'm sure. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> probably
1: a hole in the pillow she said she doesn't remember the last time she had a period and that there's a slight chance she could be pregnant and she said she's craving weird things like water (laughs) Amy's (laughs) like bitch you ain't pregnant
0: you thirsty right like the look on the I mean clearly this whole scene the the, the particular phraseology used by everybody was done at the producer's request because Mm -hmm. (laughs) there's a slight chance I may be pregnant now no, because the way she went on to further explain it, like it, it wasn't really a chance she might be pregnant. You know what I mean? Like, further right. yeah, explain it, but you get that sound bite. You can use it on a clip and make everybody think, oh my God, is Tammy pregnant? And let's watch it.
1: The doctor's face was priceless. Like, I could yes. see her just trying to hold it together. Mm-hmm. But Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> how that works. <laughs> like, you,
1: I'm sorry, you've been your IUD since when? Oh, okay. 2011. Oh, okay. Tammy and Chris are uh, leaving to go see Caleb. and she doesn't think Caleb's being honest about his weight loss because she's been where he was. So she knows the lies, the manipulation, the she knows what it's like on his side of the of things. Um while they're doing that, Misty Amanda and Amy are heading back to the house to get clothes. So apparently Michael moved in with his mom temporarily. And Amy's been living with Tammy, so the house has been kind of empty. But then there was trash in the trash cans. I noticed weird things outside. So I'm like, somebody's staying there.
0: Yeah. Yeah, this whole scene was just like, weird. okay, like, let's go to the house so you can get stuff. Okay, there, being there, like, makes you feel like some kind of type of way. Okay, I get that. But I feel like you should be, I don't know, maybe, I don't know. I don't know which house is bigger, but maybe Tammy's house is bigger. And that's why they're there versus over at this house. But clearly this whole scene is manufactured for the purpose of like, oh, let's go get close for the us and the boys. And oh, boy, howdy, here's my wedding dress. Like mm-hmm. that's, that's, no, just right. no.
1: Yup. yep. And while the, she Amy's in the house, she says that there's a lot of happy memories here, but the negative memories outweigh the positive. I was like,
0: damn. It's like, that's oh, yeah. Really yeah. bad. Hmm. So then
1: she starts bawling. Was so proud
0: of that house too, being able to buy it.
1: I know it's yeah. remember how they moved. They moved out of like the roach infested house.
0: Yeah. And well, they the, did the, all the things. The, the duplex that they lived in with next to Tammy. Yes. <laughs> and moved it and then moved into when they were so like being able to like buy the house was so important to her, you know.
1: hmm. I think they need like a thousand pound compound. Like the whole family just needs to move into like some sort of.
0: Big a big old farm
1: out back for Chris <laughs> yeah like kind of like little people big world where they just start adding on houses on the property I don't oh, know is that what they do <laughs> I, you know, have you never seen that
0: show I haven't uh, seen it since like the first season and uh, I was like oh I do not like this family at all <laughs> father's <laughs> annoying and mom was like no I don't like. It. there's nothing redeem I didn't like anything about him gotcha
1: well, Amy starts bawling when she sees the wedding dress, as you know, you mentioned. Yes, stupid. Uh, and then we cut back to Tammy and Chris at the rehab center. So Tammy says it's been almost two months since she's since she's seen Caleb in person. And then they slowly are like wheeling towards each other, like slow motion, like in a
0: movie. You mean like like music, you know, like mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm.
1: Caleb brings Tammy flowers and shocker, they're sunflowers.
0: <laughs> yeah, sunflower, sunflower. I love you, my sunflower. <laughs> Did you memorize the poem? I didn't Can- memorize the poem. All I know is a sunflower, sunflower.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness! That's because I than memorized I never- it
0: so I could recite it to myself in the evening to, you know, remind myself of the the love that I don't have from Caleb. I'm going to start saying it to you
1: next time I see you in person. Am I your sunflower? You're my sunflower. (laughs) You are my sunflower. (laughs) So Caleb's complimenting Tammy and telling her how much he missed her. And this is what we talked about earlier, where she was just sitting there looking like silent, uncomfortable.
0: Awkward. Yeah.
1: Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yep. Caleb's
0: like, I'm gonna weigh. shadowing her leaving him.
1: <laughs> yup. Um, Caleb says he wants to weigh himself in front of her to show her his progress. But then he's nervous about it, so he weighed 424.6 pounds, which means he's down from 537. So he lost 12.5 pounds, which is not a lot in the time. I don't remember how long. Wasn't
0: it, was. it also like a, a, a gain? He had
1: gained weight originally, so he gained up to five thirty-seven. Yeah, and then that's when they had the conversation where she was like upset and worried about him. So then he only lost twelve point five pounds.
0: Okay, okay, from the
1: time they had that combo, which at his weight he should be dropping weight like mad crazy. He should have lost yeah. twelve pounds in a day, probably. Right, right, but
0: uh, that so- um that screenshot that I sent you yes was right when he was about to step on the scale <laughs> and i was oh, like that's what that was such a good pause point the way their eyes were I, it looked like they were almost looking at
1: you through the tv screen yeah. i was like ooh that's kind of creepy yeah so she, tammy basically tells him to try a little harder in therapy <laughs> which i remember her family telling her to do
0: yeah so this is where i go back to her sanctimonious shit right like i, I don't blame her at all because when you're when th- there's a certain level of like being on this side of it and you're like I want everybody to do oh, you can do it I know you can it's like oh my god it's right here just reach out we you know mm-hmm. and and you want to just pull them over that line and you know this you know this from your family experience with addiction right but like If they're in the act of addiction, they're not going to come with you. right? And so she's trying so hard, but she's doing it all wrong. Like, go try harder in therapy. Like, I get it. But that's like somebody telling me, like, oh, so just don't drink. Right oh okay i'll just (laughs) why hadn't i thought of that oh okay Uh, stop
1: eating don't drink
0: i just should have stopped drinking all those years ago that's right (laughs) if anything
1: it probably would trigger for me i don't know. i can't speak for you but like i feel like that's almost more triggering to tell you to just like stop like
0: yeah because makes
1: smoking i I want a cigarette more now i mean yeah it makes me want
0: to drink at you Right. Like you you want me to stop? Fuck you. <laughs> I'm gonna right. drink more just because of that, because you know, that makes sense. But that's how addicts think, right? That's how we think because mm-hmm. our thinking is jacked up, right? And that's what needs to be fixed, and that's what you need therapy and all the other shit for. And he's clearly not working any of his programs or doing any of his shit because he's like doing his stuff or whatever, he's giving lip service to his therapy, not trying hard or whatever, but then going and buying his snacks. Right. Right, which I mean, I'm mad respect for a box of snacks in your room because I mean that's like my dream right there. I love having a box of snacks in my room. <laughs> but again, I'm a raging alcoholic. I have no boundaries with <laughs> moderation. I don't know how this works, so I'm just you know, I'm not a healthy example of it or anything. But <laughs>
1: um, that's funny. I mean, yeah. it's not funny. You're raging alcohol. I'm just saying it's well, <laughs> it, is. it is. It's funny that you can laugh about it and. <laughs> Be yourself, you know.
0: Yeah. Be who you are. I mean, it is it's part of who I am. And there there shouldn't be a stigma about mm-hmm. it. You know, somebody doesn't give I don't have a stigma against somebody. Oh, you got cancer. Right. <laughs> well, okay, go good luck pulling yourself up by the bootstraps. Oh you know, just stop existing in the human and just heal. Just, just get better. Right. Okay. All right, go. Like, no, it doesn't Addiction's work that
1: way. so misunderstood it for, is. for a lot of people. I think it's like, yeah, it's sad. And the thing that Tammy's not doing is, or at least we don't see it. Of course, we're seeing edits and small clips, but yeah, she's not really setting boundaries
0: and limitations. So she's not she's being she's not healed she's a, enough right. to, to be staging an intervention for somebody that she loves.
1: Mm-hmm. Or quote unquote
0: loves. You know what I mean? Like she she's not a professional to get it and, and she there's nobody better to help us than another addict but her approach is not helpful at all Yeah, and and it's clearly not helping him and it's not healthy for either one of them Uh, to be honest that's why you're not supposed to have rehab romances (laughs) like you're Mm -hmm. not you're not in a place to get into a relationship like you're broke like not you're you're not broken but you're like you're in rehab like yeah it's not real life that's why they never should have gotten married you're Mm
1: -hmm. not in the real world like you're not living life and having those
0: experiences you're literally in rehab trying to get better and you are eating yourself to death because you have no other coping skills and you have a lot of trauma and healing to do in your your existence and how your coping mechanisms and you need to learn that stuff and you need to figure out how to life on your own without your addiction um you don't need to be (laughs) complicating all that with relationships i mean to each his own obviously right but you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. Just like meeting in rehab, and yeah, I mean, I've seen it. I mean, I've seen it work. To be honest, mm-hmm. I, I've got to be honest. I've seen it work the there, I positively too. So, um, you know, I'll throw that out there. But, but that's what. Yeah, she's she's on one side of it, and he's just not there yet, and mm-hmm. her approach isn't working. So,
1: yep. Anyway. Well, Tammy got Caleb a pillow of her face to cuddle with at night. And And he uh, says
0: it's going to be wet.
1: Yeah, with kisses. I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. with kisses. Tammy's like, you nasty. (laughs) Oh, my God. And then we talked about the snacks already. And Tammy's like, I'm fat. I can smell the snacks. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) Uh, So Caleb says he feels like shit because he can't be there for Tammy. So it's easier to eat a bunch of junk
0: food to cope and so uh, we just understandable right mm-hmm. easier to t- drown a bottle of uh wine than to cope too but <laughs> yeah <laughs> Guess what? Uh, Caleb says his weight is a burden in
1: most of his relationships and friendships and Tammy told Caleb that it's life or death and it's serious so Caleb says he's gonna fight hard to get home to Tammy and that's the end of the episode yeah so
0: see how's that working out for you tam tam nope oh all right we'll be right back after this break and we'll move on to the next episode okay and we're back season
1: five episode six fried cried and tried (laughs) Uh, we're back to tammy and caleb talking at the rehab center and him saying he's gonna get his shit together so he can come home and see her and then Sam is like, well, you got to throw away all the junk food. So they do that. That was a whole scene. It was they do of... a
0: whole like excising the demons or some <laughs> shit. Like, OK. All right. 20 what bucks says he me?
1: went back through the trash can after. The- <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: exactly. God. Exactly. Like 100 percent. He went back in for those cookies because I oh, would. Yeah. I would have too. Would've no judgment. Yeah. Did you like on sex in the city when that one time when Miranda was like throwing away the cake That So she wouldn't eat it. And she had to, like, pour soap all over it in the trash so that she wouldn't reach back in.
1: That's actually a really good idea.
0: I feel that in my soul. (laughs) Like, I get that. As an addict, I get that.
1: (laughs) Damn, that cake must have been good. Anyhow. Well, Amanda says it's been we're back to amanda it's been six weeks since she left michael amy i'm sorry i just wrote a <laughs> amy <laughs> says it's been six weeks since she left michael and she can't eat or sleep you know she's just discombobulated and she decided to destroy her wedding dress with paint water and spray guns
0: oh amy you should have I a was... bingo
1: square for how many times amy trips over stuff yeah you want to play bingo sorry just throwing that out there
0: um so when she pulled this out, I was like, oh, she's going to do a trash the dress. That's a fun, you know, you put your dress on and you like roll around in mud and dirt and do whatever. And some people get it photographed and it was a whole thing back in the early aughts. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, and um, all the people who had the, like their Maggie Cetera dresses back in 2000, they're all like tra- doing trash the dress photography sessions later. Because like, I don't know why I but whatever to eat your own anyway so i was very excited for something like that that we were going to get and then amy's trash the dress session was like oh okay it's like a dollar tree
1: version what it looked like an easter egg like like easter dress colors like pastel pinks and blues
0: there was nothing therapeutic about the gentle ass water guns and stuff like you needed to like hurl some stuff like combine the rage room and the paint, (laughs) and the dress. (laughs) I mean, they're
1: like, light it on fire, shoot at it. You're in Kentucky, I'm sure they've got guns.
0: Right, I'm like, put it on, roll around in the mud and the dirt, rip it apart, you know, like, make it therapeutic. Yeah. She looks so, like,
1: unsatisfied. Yeah, Yeah, I was very
0: unsatisfied as a viewer going, oh, that's really disappointing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. But then
1: Amanda is holding the gun and she's like, you you should always assume we are packing and not just
0: snacks. (laughs) Well, holding the squirt gun. And I'm like, oh, my God, I always have snacks. I always have snacks. I'm always packing snacks. (laughs) Oh, it's funny. Uh, Protein bars or something. (laughs) I've got something around usually.
1: (laughs) Nice.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm bad with that. I need to
0: yeah and that as your kid gets older your snacks will change the exactly that you care you won't be carrying goldfish and cheerios or whatever she eats you know
1: yeah no i don't give her whatever trees support. and leaves yeah. and
0: bark you give her that she <laughs> pulls out of her pocket and snacks on that'll change as she gets older <laughs>
1: uh, so we find out that amanda can't say halterman right apparently i mean uh amy can't oh, say halterman right halterman oh it sounds like she's called halterman Alterman. <laughs> which i guess it doesn't matter anymore since she's divorcing him maybe yeah. back, <laughs> who, or... the,
0: who the fuck cares anymore are you changing your name back slayton slatin slatin
1: mm-hmm. well we go back to the rehab center and this is the scene where caleb tries to have a real date night with tammy oh god with the rose and the candlelight dinner aka tea lights tea lights He gives her a present, which is like a collage of pictures of them. And she looks just so unenthused and so just like. She so
0: does not want to be any part of this.
1: (laughs) And in my mind, I'm looking at her and I'm thinking she's already broken up with him in her head. Yeah, oh, for sure. hundred percent. hundred percent. Yeah. She does not look thrilled.
0: Yeah. (laughs) She's like, oh, yeah, no. Being back with him just confirms that being away from him was better (laughs) Mm -hmm. and we already talked
1: about all the delicious fried foods he pulled out and what really concerned me was like it didn't dawn on him like this is not a good idea no i mean like you're literally filming a show about losing weight about what it's like to live at that size and you think it's
0: okay to order all this fried food that is like shows you exactly where he's at Mm -hmm. in comparison to where she's at right like that is the guy who guy I went to rehab with that was in my in my little small group Mm -hmm. the day we finished our the first 30-day inpatient because I I did a a 30-day inpatient then I did 30-day outpatient and just a slight change of program and he did the 30 day and then he was going to go home but the 30 day when he graduated guess what he did drink He went out and drank, fell down, busted his face open. Oh, He went out to celebrate graduating rehab by getting drunk. Yep. That's what you have. That's what you have with with Caleb. You have the same thing. And he's like, but if you do it in a controlled environment, which is the equivalent of a heroin addict, oh, yeah, I'm going to go shoot heroin like a gentleman. Like, that's not how it works. You don't just, like, sip a a shot you know an injection of heroin you know every third friday with the boys at the club like that's not how it works
1: (laughs) yep yeah um tammy said that clearly his food addiction is worse than she thought it was based on that whole interaction And think he's like he know he let her down it should have been obvious I feel torn apart that yeah. I let her down. And I'm like, okay.
0: Just shows you where he at he yeah. is in his Sad. journey. And yeah.
1: And then when they're saying their goodbyes, this is where I was like, you can tell. She's like, well, you know, it was a good visit. It could have gone worse or better. <laughs> it could have gone worse. Like, okay. <laughs> I
0: everything could have been worse. <laughs> yeah.
1: And then she brings up the good one. This is where I'm finally like, okay, she's really starting to. You know, look inside herself and see things as they were, and just like reflect on her decisions because she said that she can't do the work for him, and now she knows how everyone in her family felt when she wouldn't do right and wouldn't lose weight, and so she's reflecting back on how she was. She was at the spot that he's at now,
0: mm-hmm. just different pages, like you said. And yeah, she's like and then I'm- you've got Amy in. And- being like bitch like a snack box like that was you like all of this like i get it i get where she's coming from but it but if or but tammy like no <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. pot calling the kettle black like yeah yeah Mm-hmm. uh we see amy and tammy when she gets back into town taking the l- little boys to the indoor playground to tire them out so Amy trips over a turtle. This is like the third fall she's had in the two episodes. Well, she's blind, half blind. Like, what <laughs> What are you going to do? You know? <laughs> I can relate to her. I trip over shit all the time. So Same. I'm like, oh. Same.
0: Me. I mean, you know me. <laughs> mm-hmm. As one mm-hmm. of my primary treating providers. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, Amy's talking about uh, Tammy's cheat days. They're talking about eating or whatever. She's like, your cheat days turned into <laughs> cheat years, bitch. <laughs>
0: i feel that i feel that
1: (laughs) god i love their banter and they're just hilarious um yeah so then they're playing whatever fine great scene nice and then we go back to chris hosting a party and when we're now at a party for the kentucky derby this was crazy
0: so this like had potential but again i felt a little too much producer hand in it It had potential to be like, oh, let's do the whole family, Chris being funny and silly. Like, let's do a couple scenes like that, right? Like, those have played well for them, but I think they're overdoing it because they did it with the chicken coop rabbit hutch scene and they're doing it now with this. And this whole party fell completely flat.
1: Mm -hmm. And I'm
0: like, well, they weren't really into it and the kids weren't there. Like, what? Like, it was felt very. Horsed and staged, despite oh, Amy being lazy. But actually,
1: Amy wasn't even probably lazy. She was just like done with the production. Probably <laughs> she's done with everything. Yeah. So yeah. So Chris had ahead. them like yeah. decorate hats for the Kentucky Derby, as you know, ladies wear hats, big, big fancy hats. Um, theirs look like dollar store straw hats that you'd wear. They barely decorated from,
0: them. Like yeah. clearly, it was yeah. This was clearly a very haphazard. Production, in turn, went to Dollar Tree to round up some some art supplies so they could throw this thing together real quick and some stick horses, you know, like I had really great potential with their whole family if it was like a genuine all of their family gathering, because I think it would have been hilarious. Mm-hmm. But but no.
1: and then they had those little toys, little horse
0: you know, the, the stick
1: horses that you like ride as a kid.
0: The stick horses, the hobby horses. Yeah,
1: the hobby horses. And they have a, a relay race, which that's when Amy decided to just not participate. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tammy's still too big to do it. So Chris was a little disappointed she wasn't relaying in her wheelchair with the horse <laughs> somehow between her
0: legs. Yeah, <laughs> and then the ones who were doing it, It was like completely unenthusiastic. And then, except poor Britney, poor Britney. Sweet, Uh, bless her heart, Brittany. I know, she's so sweet. She's trying so hard. She's just having fun. (laughs) She didn't give Mm. a fuck. She's just, Britney and her always wearing a skirt. You notice this, right? Yes. In her headband, she's, Mm -hmm. there's two things this woman is committed to. It's her headband and the Lord. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's why she wears the skirts. (laughs) Everything is a skirt with her everything i thought for sure her and
1: amanda would win because amanda's like six foot tall i thought her stride her horse stride would be larger but, but
0: amanda didn't go back oh remember back? that was part of why the, like, the whole thing was stupid was because like they didn't even follow the right rules it was like chris went there and back but amanda just went there and amanda's oh, in there right, right, right going you don't go back you just go one way <laughs> i zoned out <laughs> yeah because the whole so thing bored. was ridiculous i had to watch the episode this was like the third time maybe i watched the episode <laughs>
1: Hmm. yep uh, anyway so then the family is discussing how they can get into shape before going on a family vacation that they have yet to determine where they're going um and amy says she's down for anything but yoga she starts talking about doggy style and then she's like i mean downward facing dog not doggy style that is a different kind of exercise
0: different different kind yeah so they go and do zumba because apparently it's 2001 again <laughs> i have never have
1: you done zumba i've never done it before i've never
0: done it it was like i mean i remember when it came in and when it went out mm-hmm. and apparently it's still in in kentucky i don't know yeah so they go to do zumba all right fun whatever mm-hmm. amy throws her fit and they're
1: talking about flying and how they're going to get to Florida for their vacation. Oh, and right, right, right. Tammy's like, uh, "I'm scared to fly, but I'll do it." And Amy was like, "I will not fly. I will drive down." And they're like, "How the fuck are you going to drive down? You can't see, basically."
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, so. <laughs> well, we learn in the next episode how that happens. So. <laughs>
1: yeah, Tammy goes now. Amy's the bitch, and I'm the calm one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. So
1: true uh so in the zumba class i was like really proud of tammy to see her up and actually oh yeah she was
0: enjoying it it's like she's got rhythm look at her go look at her yeah she was having a blast she's just rocking it there standing up out of her chair and everything yeah then the instructor was like all right that was our warm-up and i
1: felt that in my soul from every (laughs) exercise i've ever done like the beach body workouts i'll do the warm-ups i'll be done i'm like okay i'm done enough (laughs) uh but then amy leaves the room the exercise room and she's crying sitting in the middle of the floor of the gym so of course her family members come out to talk to her and then they all sit around a table and amy is like talking about how she hasn't had a poop in two weeks
0: and you said oh my god i have a patient just like you uh huh. Yep. <laughs> and her name is Katrina. Yeah, right, Katrina? <laughs> and I gave you some Chinese herbs. Yes. And now I'm shitting every morning. Ah, yes. Yeah, I know. It's so fantastic. I love like it. Like I get up and I have a morning poo like a normal person. Like, what is this? <laughs> it warms my heart to hear that you're pooping. <laughs> But but yes, for every they're they're making this huge deal. See, it and maybe I needed to see this too because I'm watching this and I'm like, oh, she hasn't gone in two weeks. Whatever, that's normal for me too. And and everyone's like, oh my god, that's really not healthy. That's just not safe. That's not healthy. (laughs) I'm like, should I be more concerned? I'm like, I have a gastroenterologist. It's fine. It's fine. It's all fine. Yep. (laughs) Hmm.
1: I think I it was have, like
0: I just have MS. It's it's fine. <laughs>
1: oh. I think it was like Amy's excuse. Not I mean not the not pooping for two weeks, but the whole my tummy hurts. I don't want to work mm-hmm. out. I think it was just her excuse to stop and like right, you know, just step away. And then that's when the family starts to not like gang up on her, but they they start off kind of nice, and then it gets pretty strong and heavy when they say like you're not taking care of yourself. Like, are you wearing your CPAP? And they're explaining to her why she needs to wear a CPAP. Like, but uh, this is not the right time because she just doesn't want to hear it. Yeah. Like,
0: I mean, I don't blame them necessarily because this is, again, Amy breaking down and freaking out and doing this thing. And they're like, OK, well, we've talked to you about this. Before. Are you taking yeah. your meds? Are you sleeping? And we know you're not doing this. I can't sleep because of the boys. Well, no, you're not. It's not just the boys. You're also not wearing your CPAP, which means you're not getting proper sleep. You are. Lexi is somebody who wears the CPAP knows the difference in the kind of sleep you get between the CPAP and not sleep CPAP. Of course, she's not getting any quality sleep and she and she's not if she's not taking meds, whatever meds she's supposed to be taking. You know, she's not taking those like, of course. Yeah. You know, she's
1: not eating right now. Everything. Yeah. And we all we all go through these things ups and downs with our lives. We all do. We've all been
0: where Amy is.
1: Yeah. She's lucky she has family that cares about her. That's 100%. trying to trying to talk to her it's just like trying to talk to a depressed person and give them advice is sometimes like talking to a wall in some ways yeah. if they're not ready to hear it but well, it's like they were rest- having
0: two different conversations you know amy's saying they're going i was sick why why do i get why are you guys railing on me for being sick i don't rail on you guys for being sick but to them they're not seeing it that way no we're railing on you because you're you need to pull your head out of your ass and fucking do something right like hello wake up like we get it you you know you've been in this place we get it but you're not coming out and you're getting worse so you need to start pulling yourself up right so they're getting that so but she's not ready to hear it right that that collision hasn't happened so she's having this conversation they're having that conversation and it's just
1: yeah and then of course chris decides to make a joke and he's like, we know Amy's full of shit from the top of her head to her feet, which is funny. I'm sorry. That's funny. It is. She's it is. Constipated, but n- not the right time. <laughs> so then she storms off into the van outside and she's like talking about how I'm done. I'm going to throw this microphone. You don't <laughs> take it. Blah, blah, blah.
0: Yeah. It was reminiscent of my um, my uh, freak out. Breakdown I had at the pet store <laughs> right before Christmas. Absolutely, <laughs> I'm, I'm done. Just throw everything, and walk out of the room.
1: <laughs> you told me about that. Yep. Yeah, yeah. We've we've all been there. We've all we've been all there. been there. We have all been there. <laughs> and then Chris says to Tammy, or I'm sorry, Chris says to Amy, like, "Hey, what's going to happen if if something happens to you with with the boys?
0: Like, the, your boys need you. Um uh, if- yeah." An important conversation to have with her as well, because I think once she realizes that connection, she would she'll get her head out of wraps. Yeah. Honestly, I think that's the connection she needs to make. She's not making that connection. She's not realizing she's not taking care of herself. Right. She just is like survival mode. Yeah, exactly. So she doesn't realize that she's letting all these other things go. She's just in complete crisis survival mode right now. And so. She's not seeing that what she's doing could be detrimental to the boys. And I think once she makes that connection, she'll get her head out of her Mm ass. Because of how much she wants for those boys. Definitely. And Tammy's like,
1: I know how she feels because I've been there with, like, the depression and everything Mm -hmm. going on. So that was kind of the end of the episode. We see a little preview of the rest of the season. And we see Amy getting spray tanned. Definitely production. Uh, We see the family vacation starting with Tammy on the beach. So finally, Tammy gets to go to the beach for the first time ever. And we see Tammy on a boat, which I never would have thought I would have seen. Never would
0: have thought. All of that is their vacation is the most recent episode that just aired. And we're going to be getting that episode to you guys in a separate episode than this podcast episode. But we're going to get that one to you as well. So Uh we're just, you know, we're trying to catch up from our winter and you know sickness and all of the things that happen in my work stuff that you know is almost done almost done this this crazy work project um is almost done right so um yeah so we're trying to catch up on all those episodes and um hey do us a favor if you like us go give us a review please or just give us a five star doesn't matter like whatever just give us a five star that'd be great you know I haven't asked in a while. Maybe, maybe it'll do some good this time. I don't know. (laughs) Love you guys. Anyway, that's it. That's it. That's all we got. Thanks. Bye.